0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 199. I got through at that time of the No Podcast. We are no outside food or drink. The Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. Tonight, this is your last episode in the hundreds, in the 100s, I guess. Still going to be the hundreds for a long ass time. Uh, our kids will be recording the podcast at that point. We'll be, we'll be handing over the keys uh, tonight. What to expect from Halo Infinite Season Two? Uh, We're all still playing a good bit of Halo Infinite, uh, the three of us, amongst our friend group, too. So hopefully this is news we want to hear. Another TV series based on a video game, question mark. Nintendo updates mobile app. Yay. And adds a game to Nintendo Switch Online Plus. Classic 3D platformer is headed to Steam. uh, So grab your um, Hamburglar. Not Hamburglar. (laughs) What is that dish? (laughs)
1: Oh, Hamburger Helper. Hel- hamburger Helper. helper. Yeah. Grab your
0: Hamburger Helper's favorite star and uh, join us <laughs> at the Hamburglar. And join <laughs> the us f- for this classic PC, uh, PC console um, platformer revival that no one asked for, but was also one of the first games I played on <laughs> Nintendo 64 years and years ago. Uh, good news, bad news, Brant, we have that X'd out. I'm not sure what, is there a link attached to that? Or are we just going to, is that uh, your, one of your secret sections?
1: Yeah, that's, that's, uh, something I'll just go over real quickly. Cause there's some notable things that happened this week, but I just wanted to okay. bring them up real quick. Not, you know, do, uh, dwell on it too much. Just so listeners know,
0: uh, Brant has blocked Cesar and I from preparing, uh, counter arguments to whatever <laughs> briefing he's going to unveil on us. So it is total state-sponsored news at the point that we get to good news, bad news. <laughs> according, to, Good news, bad news, according to Brandt.
2: I cannot confirm or deny my allegiance to good news or bad news.
0: Uh, Cesar has clearly sided with Brandt on bad news. Uh, rounding out the news.
2: No news. I'm the forward slash mark in the whole thing.
0: You're right down the middle.
2: Yeah, sure.
0: That's where we like you. Also, where we like you is alongside Sony's State of Play. We had one of those the other day. We will quickly <laughs> recap some great announcements. I think uh, yes. from these shows. These shows are really picking up steam. I think we're coming out of a lot of the like slowdown of development, and we're we're coming we're coming through the other side of some of that stuff. We're starting to see fruits of labor again. Uh, I am of course Richard Bergman joined tonight by news newsmaster Brent McKee. What's up? And neutral party. Cesar consensus <laughs> on the second.
2: Tell him I'm the fucking Switzerland in the group until <laughs> something else happens.
0: Until <laughs> he has to be drawn into conflict.
2: And then I have to choose a side. First time in like 100 years.
0: <laughs> 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 you can't just have Roger Federer to yourself. <laughs> yeah. We we all need to share in the Roger, Roger Federer love. Uh, Halo Infinite Season 2. What are we going to get? Uh, Brant, we're getting campaign co-op. And, and- and mm. Forge. Mm. No, sorry, sir. The two modes promised. Uh, this comes from Video Games Chronicle. I'm starting to see a lot more people quote their stuff. Do we need to start checking out Video Game Chronicle a little bit more?
1: They're they're pretty good. Yeah. Okay. yeah it's just not one I usually... Wall.
0: It's not usually one I track down, but I'll see some of my favorite people to read. I'll see them quote them sometime, so... Uh, this comes from Andy Robertson. Campaign co-op will now arrive later in Season 2, with split-screen arriving after... Oh, dear God, this is staggered as hell. Boy, last summer, 343 announced that Halo Infinite's campaign co-op and Forge mode wouldn't be available when the game released in December. Instead, the plan was to release campaign co-op with Halo Infinite Season 2 and to launch Forge during Season 3. A further delay to the features was later confirmed when 343 extended Halo Infinite Season 1, which was originally expected to conclude earlier this year until May 2022. I'm like level... 64 now so maybe that is beneficial for us all who have yeah. not capped out the level huh it's just a number but who cares yeah uh and a new uh, blog I don't post keep track
2: anymore <laughs> uh, last time i you i didn't even know until you asked me to check mine last time i
0: don't really either it's just uh yeah i'm i've i'm getting drawn into it i'm trying not to care but russell's making me look at that shit In a new blog post, the developer has confirmed that co-op will not arrive in time for Season two's planned launch on May 2nd, but will arrive later during the season. The developer also confirmed a delay for split-screen co-op, claiming it needed more time to work on the feature. I will note, and I'm not giving them a pass on, you know, it it comes out when it comes out. We have no, give us the game now. We have no sway as far as that stuff goes. But we've gotten, just in the Season 1, like we've gotten updates and they've they've fixed some of the... um, Leveling up and they fix some of the weapons and like yeah. we've gotten other updates. It's not like they're rolling out these massive patches and then you have to wait for the next one and that's it. Uh for the most part, it seems like they're addressing things that come up and and there's still plenty of like seasonal things. Like right now the tactical slayer is the featured thing. So it was Fiesta at one point and then has it ever been big team battle? Have they ever really shined it on big team battle?
1: Beta. Alpha as the 10. as like the
0: featured i don't think it's not really yeah not really pushing people that direction for some reason i don't know if it's because it's you're not going to play that ranked or i mean that's how we like playing when we get a shit ton of people in there um so the co-op is coming later while they work on the feature forge is currently being tested by a small group of community creators and is playing for infinite season three but they know with the extended season one two coming later that will also also push that down the road Um, we're making great progress on campaign network co-op, the developer said in a blog post, but the reality is that it's going to take more time to land a high-quality, full-featured, four-player network co-op experience in the massive, wide-open world of Halo Infinite. We're also committed to a great two-player split-screen co-op experience on all Xbox consoles. (laughs) That's what's holding us back, I think. Uh, From the original Xbox One through Xbox One Series X and the non-linear, wide-open sections of the campaign present some big challenges for split-screen that have taken us more time to solve. You think that's uh, assets with the the hard drives that are in each one of those
1: old generation consoles Mm. versus the
0: SSDs that we have access to and these new ones that load so fast?
1: Yeah, um, because I know when when if I play in my house uh, with my son, I'll be on the um, Series X and he'll be on the One S, and his takes a little bit longer to load, but it's it's honestly it's not that bad. And once he's in the game, it's one-to-one. I mean, yeah. mine mine might be a little sharper, might be a little faster. But, I mean, just looking at them, they both look about the same. So,
0: Right, I think it's... And I, I know you've gotten pretty far into the campaign. I think it's those big open areas that they have to mm-hmm. make equal across the board that might... More than just loading in a multiplayer map where it's this contained. Because there's still really no... Well, Behemoth is... Not Behemoth. I never remember the big map. What is our big team map with the woods? The big forest one. Nobody remembers. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's the big team map we always love to get with the cave. cave. Yeah, yeah. I the oh my gosh. The cave, get to the cave. It's fine. E- either way. Yeah, No. I'm... That's like a, you know, it, but even at that, it's... You can load as you go around corners and things like that. It's not... You're never doing the yeah. whole map as far as that goes.
1: Okay, is that so, it?
0: Uh, Forge is coming.
1: Yeah, the biggest thing is uh, they did announce that season two... Um, Coming in May. Uh they announced the name is Lone Wolf. Uh and they will be having some playlist updates, balance changes, new modes, uh, and maps. Uh, a new bes- arena
0: map and a yeah. new big team battle map. That's awesome.
1: Uh and new modes include uh Last Spartan Standing, Free For All Elimination Mode as that well.
0: Sounds, actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, as well as a new mode, um, land grab, uh, and then plus the return of King of the Hill. So, yeah. we think land grab is that almost has like a
0: Splatoon type thing to it. Yeah. Like maybe if you're pushing a certain part of the map that, that spreads that spreads out that land and then a conflict like has to bring it back. Maybe there's no yeah. vehicles for getting quickly on the other side of the map to try to
1: That would be nice. I'm Game surprised no one the vehicles.
0: has vehicles. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised no one has done more of the Splatoon type, you know, paint the I guess it's it's its own genre and of itself yeah. where you put down the paint and you swim through the paint. But I'm surprised no one else has done like um a you know, like a jet set radio or something where you can graffiti those areas and like go cover up other graffiti to try to take over those air, those uh,
1: spaces. Yeah. Like Tony Hawk did that forever ago. They used yeah. to have that game mode where you could do graffiti tag and you, you know, one person's color would be red and the other one blue and you, you know, doing big tricks on something. And if you land that trick, you claim that piece of um terrain or whatever, you know, that, Rail or that half pipe or ramp or whatever.
0: Red versus blue. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
0: I gotta give credit to my kids. Next time we do a land party, they noted that uh, their favorite chip is Doritos, and they each like (laughs) one of them likes the original, one of them likes uh, Cool Ranch, and they were going, they were talking back and forth one day, and they were like, "This is red versus blue," and I hear that and I perk up. I'm like, "Wait, what?" (laughs) So it'd be fun, a fun theme for our next land party to have like a Dorito thing, a red versus blue Doritos. I think that would be pretty.
1: I'm on the blue team.
0: Oh, Brant's team blue along with one other member of my household.
1: I think I'm I think really? I'm also team blue,
0: yeah. Okay. Yep. So we are we are split fifty fifty. César, red versus blue?
1: I'll just be green and do the jalapeno version.
0: <laughs>
1: that's that's like the salsa verde one. Those are good too.
0: I never had those. I don't think I've ever had the salsa verde.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, there's your Dorito grab update for Halo. Can't have Halo talk without Doritos, right? (laughs) And Mountain Dew?
1: And Mountain Dew, yeah. Yeah. Or is that Call of Duty. Did it start Uh, with Halo? I feel
0: like it started with Halo. Did it both. Halo 3 had Mountain Dew. Yeah, it did. Uh, Next up from The Verge, Sony's reportedly looking to bring a God of War show to Amazon Prime. They say yet another live action adaptation. Amazon Prime Video is reportedly in talks with Sony to develop a live-action series based on the God of War games, according to a report from Deadline. Uh, the executive producers of The Expanse and the executive producer of The Wheel of Time, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I really need to watch Expanse. Everything I hear about that is, is
1: quite yeah, good. I've heard it's good.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, details about the show's premise are still sparse, uh, but if the television adaptation does come to fruition... Producers will have a lot of ground to cover, and the article goes on to note uh, the different universes that Kratos has starred in. Um, they note Sony has struck several deals at ad- adapting some of its most popular games for TV and film. If you're looking to watch all this new content in one place, you're going to be disappointed. Each show is signed <laughs> to a different streaming network, of course. There's yeah. no Sony channel. Um Uh, You're going to be disappointed. Each show is signed to a different network, and its films will air in theaters. Uh, Sony most recently signed off on a live-action remake of Twisted Metal on Peacock. There's also Ghost of Tsushima movie from the same director behind John Wick. Ooh, I think I missed that somehow. That sounds great. Uh, Yeah, we talked about that
1: at some point. Did we?
0: I remember that. An HBO-exclusive adaptation of The Last of Us, and, of course, the newly released Uncharted movie starring Tom Holland. Which got pretty mixed reviews. Why did they throw yeah. that in there? People that saw it <laughs> liked it.
2: It's news. People like to make talk about news.
0: To say that it's a mixed reception.
2: It always starts a decor- uh, discourse in the threads. That too. I liked it. How dare you like it? You ruin everything about that series. And then it just I, I like the
0: thing. falls from there. You must like the thing. I hated the thing. You must hate the thing. Yeah. That's not the thing we wanted. It was never going to be the thing we wanted. (laughs) Just plug in uh, whatever, Mad Lib, whatever you need to for whatever the thing is. Yep.
2: Just uh, uh, substitute it with a noun, right?
0: Yep. Or a video game franchise. All right, we got a live update. Do, 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 coming (laughs) in from Nintendo Correspondent. Uh, Live on the ground, Redmond, Washington. Uh, It's raining up there, Brant. Thanks for having your umbrella and your poncho. And fighting through the rain to bring us this news, and abandoning your Animal Crossing island. But here we have live news. Live from Nintendo Land over here. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna y'all go fuck around and bring Nintendo Land back. Y'all seen this other shit you've been doing? Better. Okay,
1: it's coming. (laughs) So, um, if you remember, Nintendo has a uh, mobile phone app Hmm. that uh, goes with the uh, Nintendo Online. Mm. You know the thing they shoehorned in for uh, voice chat. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, apparently they not uh, Discord? has no. that ever gotten an update?
0: Is it the same state it was five years it, ago when I the damn thing so. launched?
1: It's. I mean, they might have had some stability updates or anything, but nothing that I've that has ever been noted. Um, also, I can't believe that thing's been out five years now. I know. It's crazy. Uh, this uh, article is uh, on The Verge by uh, from John Por- uh, Porter. Um, but the, the main updates from this, uh, article here, uh, is this new 2.0 update, uh, brings some changes, uh, aesthetic changes That's it's got a new redesign. Um, you can now actually find your friend code on the app, copy mm-hmm. and send it to people. You still can't add friends from the app, uh, and it does note that you can copy and Paste. Send your friend code to somebody, but they will still have to manually put it in. So it's one step forward, two steps back into Nintendo's normal.
0: Brant, where uh, do we get square. to? The, where do we get to the part with the uh, where it's useful stuff? <laughs> uh,
1: you can actually now see uh, your friends online and be able to change your online status settings. Um.
0: To like uh, the old the old three sixty stuff, like casual gamer, expert gamer, fiercely competitive.
1: Uh, and then other than that, that's that's pretty much it. Th- that's, those are the big updates that they have done to their to their mobile app. It's been you know five years, I think it was what maybe a year uh, or half a year before they launched this app the companion app for the Nintendo switch
0: sounds like about six months. I think it was, I think it was right there around, uh, Mario Kart.
1: And honestly, aside from, I don't know, maybe if you, if you use the parental settings on the Nintendo switch, honestly, I don't know if there's really any reason to have this companion app. It's not super useful. What a bummer. I know.
0: But, that's their that's their online that's, mo. They are I know protecting everybody and I don't know. I get hate messages on Xbox every other week. It seems like so it <laughs> keeps you from getting hate messages.
1: And it's not well, but it's not like they couldn't do um, local voice chat because obviously, uh, like Fortnite, they have in in game voice chat through that yeah. on the Nintendo Switch.
0: I think there were a couple more that instituted it. Yeah. Whatever. Basic online console functions from 2002, Xbox Live.
1: Yeah. But earlier this week, they did announce another title coming to the Nintendo Switch Online
0: Ayo. Plus Expansion
1: Pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Are title. we still holding out? Mm-hmm.
0: Status check. Is
2: everyone no, still holding uh,
0: out? Yeah, I'm
1: still holding out.
2: I haven't uh, done the upgrade. Uh, you jumped.
1: S- oh, okay. I'm still debating on whether I'll keep my base service or rather just continue to buy digital versions of the games or physical versions of the games. Because, I mean, it's not like I'm I use that online it. stuff very much. I'm getting ready to let
2: go of my uh, my Game Pass one, and then I've thought about my Nintendo one, too. I don't really play the NES or SNES stuff, so I am like, I might let these go.
1: I, too, am yeah.
0: debating the Game Passes. If there's something I'm dying to play, i pay for one month and see how far I get into it. <laughs>
2: I uh, nothing against it. I don't. I don't think I've used it to the full extent that I could use it. So was a waste yeah. of my hat. And I'm in the that.
0: same boat. It was great to convert it from gold and have access to all that. But they've been giving out crap games with gold. Yeah. And then the game we all play hours and hours of together is free to play with live and uh, on Xbox with Halo. So.
1: Yeah. But like we've said, I mean, Xbox is really hesitant to put. Games on physical discs anymore, like the full game. So
0: that's kind this, of their delivery at, method yeah, at
1: this point. At, at this point, keep Game Pass, play a game on Game Pass. If you like it enough, you know, buy it either digitally or maybe if it's available physically on another platform, buy it there.
2: But, yeah, and you mentioned that. It's like I know Richard probably saw the same thing on Twitter where they said, what, 90% of the sales in the UK for Elden Ring was 90% digital? Golly.
0: Wow. It
2: said ten percent of it was physical. So I was like, and I told you guys it was only nine hundred megs on that disc, so it didn't really matter anyway. So if that's I, was gonna, to say, it, I yeah. was gonna buy it, I might yeah. buy digital anyway. So
0: that's specifically for Xbox or that was all unit sales?
2: That was for Xbox in the UK. Ninety percent of Elden Ring was digital copy sold. Ten percent was physical. But
1: it's say maybe maybe everybody else's yeah, maybe everybody else has seen that too. It's like why buy why buy, it, buy it physical. 60,
2: 40, 60 digital, forty physical. Mm-hmm. But, like, my copy was a full version on this, so it's, that's the difference.
1: Yep.
0: Well, Maybe it's the old cool. man in me that thinks, like, I know it is, like, that it's still mind-boggling to get the full game downloaded to you. <laughs> yeah. It sounds stupid. I know they were doing that since Steam, but, you know, when I had a 360 and I was playing tons of Gears of War like the concept of ripping the disc to the hard drive and playing it from there. I was like, oh, my God, it's, it's in there. I don't, you know, it's going to spin it up and see that it's in there. And that's it. I'm good. It, the whole game's ripped on there, but it was just ripping my physical copy.
2: Yeah. And then, then you went on the website and got a no CD crack. And I'm not going to stop putting the CD in there.
0: <laughs> Some people deal with their 360s. Uh, I did we'll that with my PC about...
2: games. I was like, I'm tired of putting the PC disc in there. I was like, oh, no CD crack. I'm good now.
0: We'll
1: be talking about alternate storefronts uh, later on the show, I believe. Ooh. Speaking of legitimate storefronts. <laughs> anyway, yeah, back to to NSO Plus. Um, actually, the game is available as of uh today of this recording, um, uh, March eleventh. We're getting F Zero X, the SNES classic, uh, sixty frame. The n64 or n64, class. n64 yeah. yeah n64 60 frame per second.
2: And I like where this word was going. Let it let
1: it let it let it happen.
0: <laughs> I would play a build of this on Super Nintendo yeah. and see what it looks like.
1: That would be crazy. <laughs> With the <laughs> Super FX chip, it would probably only be like 13 frames a second on the SNES.
0: You know they had to have workshopped F Zero. Oh yeah. I think is that what it started off as? I almost want to think that's what it started off. They wanted to do an F-Zero thing because they did that X game on, um, I think it was called X, on Game Boy that used that same pseudo 3D style Star Fox. uh, Dylan Cuthbert's team. Is Star Fox 64 on there? Yes. It is on the service?
1: Yeah. And I mean, um, it looks like this game runs really well. Um, A lot of people were shocked that they added this. Uh, not even... What, it's been like two weeks since they added Majora's Mask?
0: So... But this is the one for the month, most
1: likely, right? Um, yeah, I guess.
2: I don't know, this is the first time in two weeks, right? They might be on a roll and do another one in two weeks. I'm not gonna...
1: Yeah. Hold my breath, though.
0: I'm holding my breath for one a month. I think they're doing, like, a monthly thing with this. This is literally
1: 12 N64 games in the year. Well, remember, they were doing a couple a month with the other games, and now they have run dry on that we haven't gotten any new titles and when we do they're they can't they can't get the license stuff you know from third parties but then it seems like they're they won't give the actual nintendo license stuff on there because there's even you know still regular things that aren't available on the nes and snes front there
0: it still drives me crazy that our industry is so bad with this when you can get music on every format
1: ever made since the beginning of time and movies too. And what was it? Um, square just added a bunch of music, um, to, I think their YouTube channel, right? Yeah, U- yeah. YouTube and maybe Spotify. I don't remember, but I know they've, it was definitely YouTube. I know they've been on Apple music for a while. So, yeah, you can go right on their thing, and, and there's several, several soundtracks to all sorts of games.
0: I was, uh, not specifically for Mario Day. Like, they call March 10th Mario Day. Like, there's a couple retail yeah. sales, and that's it's just about it, right? There was no big announcements or anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They really yeah. didn't do, they didn't do much. Great job, I mean, Mario. It's Mario Day.
2: We didn't even get a Mario trailer. and The movie's coming out in a couple months, so.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I've, I figured totally that would be missing. the... I figured that would be the one thing we might hear is some Mario movie news, but no.
2: Where they just keep showing Seth Rogen as uh, Donkey Kong. He'd <laughs> be in there for majority of the movie.
1: Uh, trailer. Look a banana.
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> the Rogen like laugh. Uh,
2: it's like that VTuber I sent Richard with the broken laugh. The girl laughs just like uh, <laughs> Seth Rogen. Yeah. Uh,
0: i was like, damn, I can't unhear that. I don't know. <laughs> Well, I was watching
2: her, I was like, Why is this last so familiar? And then I just on YouTube's like, Oh, her last like Seth Rogen's." like, Oh, that's why it's so
0: familiar. Now it makes sense. <laughs> Bizarre. Where was I going with that? Oh, um I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, music. <laughs> yeah. Music. They do such a on the preservation side, like, you know, you should be able to play Super Mario Brothers on a hundred thousand things, in my opinion. And I guess that's a bad example because they've given us the Game and Watch, and you can get it on—I guess you can still get it on the Wii U virtual console, and it's on—it's on the Switch online service, that sort of thing. But it should be super readily available, and they have done nothing with their soundtracks.
1: All those they Zelda soundtracks—they actively soundtracks, take down. Correct. Yeah.
0: All those Zelda soundtracks, all those amazing Mario soundtracks, people people are attached to music and it seems like so many other companies have really leaned into that and i pay for youtube music well we get the we get it free with youtube premium but you get to stream those you know you just you can put youtube in the background on your phone with that premium thing and game soundtracks are, are just on youtube but it would be so great to have an official way to pay for some of those or for them to be on streaming services in more of an organized way than you know a youtube playlist at higher bit rate. All the benefits of streaming digital music. <sighs> another day, Nintendo. We'll get there one day.
1: All right, Richard. We're getting another N64 game, but Here not we go. via Nintendo. I
0: actually love this game, but that is the Hamburger Helper guy, right? Yeah, definitely. Basically, Starring Glover. Uh, this comes from Gamatsu. Sal Romano was working overtime to deliver us this uh, hot off the presses. Classic 3D platformer Glover coming to Steam on April 20th. So on 420, you get your uh, hamburger helper mascot. Uh, Pico Interactive will release the Steam version of classic platformer Glover on April 20th, the publisher announced. Glover was first launched for Nintendo 64 and PC in November 1998, followed by PlayStation in October 1999. Here's an overview of the Steam version. I'm not reading that. There's 30 levels. There's an innovative duo of Glover and Ball, is what it says. (laughs) Clever theme puzzles that require the use of both Glove and Ball. Uh, Inspiring power-ups. Change the form of the glove and the property of the ball. (laughs) Over 30 bizarre and funny characters. Like, nothing you've ever seen before. Like a glove and a ball. Uh, finally, the wait is over. 64 Era Cult Classic. It is the 64 version of the game that's being completely redone and improved for modern PCs. So I misspoke earlier. If it's November 1998, we would get our N64 the next year. So this is just, I guess, a game I played at some friend's house. It wasn't one of the first ones, first 64 games I ever played. I think they had that Smash Brothers and something else, and we we played it surprisingly. Uh, large amount of Glover considering man, Smash Brothers there. And there's four people. <laughs> all right. So if anybody was looking for uh, Glover to come out, we didn't talk about this recently, did we? This wasn't us bringing back Glover. No. We can't take credit no, for this uh, one. None unless it's Croc. That's all we're caring about right now. Yeah. Like, oh, Croc yeah, is yeah. our Croc is our current campaign. You guys did the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which we're gonna discuss.
1: I mean, I did both. I did mention both Infamous and.
0: Uh, Sly, Cooper. Sly Cooper and yeah, there's rumors of, of
1: those bouncing around.
0: They're part of that renaissance. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come out. The more 3D platformers, the better. Oh, KO the Kangaroo has a demo on Steam and I think that's coming to consoles. <laughs>
1: that should be good. <laughs>
0: they thundered with applause and excitement. <laughs> yeah, like Ty the Tasmanian or whatever.
1: Yeah, Ty. Yeah.
0: They're reviving the ones nobody's really asking for, but I I don't know. There's a whole generation younger than us that rather than the ones they have IP they can do something with. Yeah, I guess so. But that Kale the Kangaroo actually looks pretty good. It looks the art style and stuff looks pretty well done. I think the first one was on was it on Dreamcast? Might have been Dreamcast. Mm. I, I don't think it was on 64. Were any of those on like PS2? I
2: know
0: no, Ty. I was. They, you had Ty the yeah, Ty was. Tasmanian tiger. I felt like there's one other one underneath Ratchet and Clank that was on everything. It's not Vex, but it's was like it? Ty the Tasmanian tiger. Was it like Tack or something
1: like that. Yeah, I think Tech's that's in it. There,
0: but it's not quite the one I'm thinking of. I'm sure it'll come to me. Hey, we're getting them all back, just not everyone we're wanting, especially those first-party IP.
1: Alright fellas, you want the good news or the bad news first? Neither. Let's
0: are you vote. Neither.
1: Switzerland, you vote. He's, he says neither. That's his vote. That's Switzerland's vote. I vote for nothing.
0: I vote we I vote say, for the next
1: news story.
0: I say we go bad since it's a super secret. Brant won't let us in on it. We okay, go bad. So we finish with good and then we do state of play, which was
1: enjoyable. So um it could be bad being uh, subjective. I mean, it, it's honestly probably for the greater good. Both of these. Right. So there were two games that were delayed. Uh, the announcements of them being delayed. Um, Forspoken got pushed back. Uh, its release from May 24th to October 11th. And that, that is was a take
0: hefty, hefty yeah, delay.
1: to take additional time polish the game not have another cyberpunk situation on their hands, you know.
0: It looks really, really good. But it good, already but looks
1: really good, so... I,
0: but I've never seen it run that particularly well. It doesn't look like it's running that great. It's running like
2: Final Fantasy 15 because it's on that engine, so...
1: Yeah. It's what some it kind like of... Some kind of optimization, so... Hopefully, it's, like I said, for the greater good. It's They're just going to take some time. Good making news! Make it as good as it can be. So it's, you know... Is that the good news? Uh, And also, another... Game that got delayed um out of April 8th was Advanced Wars Reboot Camp 1 and 2. That's right.
0: I had to approve the pre-order delay.
1: Uh this one is for pretty obvious reasons due to certain reward aspects. Uh, yeah. Real world um things going on and right. uh you know i i saw some people and honestly i can see both sides because i see no, some I people mute, like i, I mute
2: the thread mute the thread i don't even <laughs> i don't even give into it i don't even read because i know what the response is the,
1: the, it's it's horrible it's horrible because right. i see some people oh why is nintendo doing this and i get it it's what does a game to do with me
2: That's yeah what it's say. It, it's what a
1: game it's a game it's cartoons you should be able to separate r- real world and in, in, in fantasy but on the other hand it's in poor taste. it's due to the game's context uh, from what I understand uh, and some of the the characters and a lot of the way some of the things play out it's yeah it's it's not a good time to release it. So
0: there's a lot of maps that consist of tanks rolling into urban warfare yeah. So. and that's and it comes down to uh timing and taste, like Brant mentioned.
1: Yeah. Cause so. at first I was like, Oh man, they you know, they're delaying it again, but then I realized I'm like, yeah, that is it, it's it's a good thing to kind of push it off. And they did they did say just stay tuned because it'll be a later time that they uh come back to this game. Cause obviously they don't this game was gonna come out like I said, April eighth. And they were going to spend a month uh, and some change, um, you know, on advertising and things like that. Probably not the best time.
0: Yeah, this is one they're really leaning into. I didn't, I wasn't sure where this was going to fall kind of in their catalog, but it does seem like a, a tentpole yeah. title for the next year. And it's,
1: it's freaking way forward. It's going to be an awesome game. So. Yeah. But no it's worries not, about the game. This, yeah. is,
0: this is solely oh, yeah. perception and when to do something and when not to do something. But we've all lived through um, similar humanitarian crises where you had, you know, a Spider-Man game was pulled because it had uh, the two towers yeah. in it. And then uh, shooters were right in the eyes of co- certain members of Congress right after mm-hmm. Columbine. And because they heavily mentioned Doom and some of the... the the two murderers, some of their writings, they were talking about playing Doom and Doom wads and stuff like that. So and then I think about like, on uh, Joe Lieberman with the plastic uh, lethal enforcers gun, waving that around
1: <laughs> the blue, the blue Konami yeah. gun.
0: <laughs> yep. So that is uh, two delayed games for two totally different reasons. But
1: but like I said, both for the greater good. Yep. Uh, and then on to some of the better news. State um, of play! The uh, House of the Dead actually got a release date. Uh, that that? Re- that remake for House of the Dead, uh, April 7th, so pretty soon. Uh, and then Gotham Knights, its launch is October 25th. Uh, and then, what was it, today or yesterday, I saw that they... Um, the Dead Space remake they're shooting for early 2023 so probably I would assume by sometime in the summer or in the fall we might see some actual like demo or you know uh, a nice nice trailer yeah something so
0: I can't wait to see Dead Space on next gen stuff Seeing seeing what the auto HDR did to that original one on Xbox series, it's like, oh my God, this is going to be unreal looking.
1: And so that was, yeah, that was all my, my little thing. I just, you know, there were several little things to cover there, but I just wanted to go through them really quick. Yeah. And now we Uh, can move on to our, our big story. Yeah, this state of play is
0: not in order. We're just going to skip through there. Oh my there gosh, this. are you serious? Yeah, and IGN's it's, usually pretty good about it. I'm uh, doing it out of
1: order. May, no, maybe it is. It I was going to say,
0: no, it is. I think I, I know, had a refresh and then it came through. I was going
1: to say, no, I know when I looked at it, it was it was pretty dang close. Yeah. yeah, it was
2: right.
0: So, uh, everyone has been rumored... Or this has been rumored and and kicked around gaming industry for a couple of years that there would be a, a revival of this series, and that's what Capcom led off with in this show, and that is of course not Dino Crisis. <laughs> oh, there's dinosaurs, there's a Capcom logo, there's a female protagonist with red hair. I was thinking it, you were thinking it, we were all yep, thinking it was yep. Dino Crisis. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm uh, proud
2: of them. Yeah, like I said, normally they've dino crisis Exoprime.
1: <laughs> di- yeah. yeah dino crisis battle royale oh yeah.
0: uh, <laughs> uh russell i'm in i told you all this the other day but i was i was in kroger watching the show and parts of it you know i'm having to reach up its shelves and i have to put it in my pocket so i'm not actually paying attention to it but i'm listening to it and uh he texts me I look at my watch and it says uh anthem colon dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
0: like okay what the hell is that uh, and this is Exo Primal. Uh, even IGN notes it has some serious Dino Crisis vibes, including an homage in the trailer. So is this, is this the extent of our Dino crisis Uh
2: Maybe. Who knows? Uh, at least they were respectful enough not to tarnish that series with this. Just, just throw, throw that, that on there.
1: Yeah, if they're going mean, to go you Dino Crisis. That, you would
2: have sent it out to die if you did that, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: yeah. It's coming out next year. Back. It's got to be that horror aspect, not some right. exoskeleton don't the, shooter. Don't put the name on this thing. Action, yeah. It looks
0: like your character dies and comes back. And was it cooperative? Yeah, on uh, multiplayer. Player. Yeah. PS5, PS4 next year, as well as series consoles and Xbox One and PC. Uh, next up was Ghostwire Tokyo, which gets a new trailer. Did we talk about it having that visual novel? Uh, prequel thing that came out earlier Mm -hmm. in the week? The one that
2: came out for PS4, for a PS5 game?
0: Yeah. I'm looking at it like, this isn't the right version, give me the right version. Uh, But there's a Ghostwire Tokyo prequel visual novel kind of experience that came out for free on PS4, for PS5. (laughs) And will be coming to PC later this month, I believe. Uh, But Ghostwire Tokyo is out March 25th. Still looks good. Very interesting.
2: Uh, I didn't watch because I'm probably gonna play it day one. So you're ready to jump in.
0: Uh, there was a new uh, demo available for Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin.
2: Almost, almost heard Stranger Things. of oh, Paradise.
0: <laughs> I tried to get it out there. Uh, which, of course, is Dark Souls Final Fantasy. The Dark Souls of Final Fantasy. Uh, it's coming from Team Ninja on March 15th, and there's a new demo that carries over to the final product. I believe I read it's not in this article.
2: Demo's 100 gigs, and I was like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah. Really? Yes. That you played cool that game. first demo, didn't you, Cesar? Yes. I downloaded it and never tried it. What'd y'all think of the demo?
1: Uh, I, I never got to play it.
2: It's It plays like the Dark Souls of Final Fantasy. Mm.
1: <laughs> pretty good the, the article. Uh, next but up was...
2: It, what's cool about it, though, from this new demo, is that um you can change job classes on the fly,
0: which is pretty interesting. So huh. Instead of, from what I understand, with Elden Ring and those sorts, like making a build, like building a character.
2: Oh, you're stuck. Yeah, yeah, you're stuck. I mean, gotcha. the only thing you do in Elden Ring after that is you can level up your stats to deal with magic and all that kind of stuff on there. But whatever you chose, you're stuck. So. Gotcha. Uh,
0: more gameplay from Forspoken. Uh, the footage showed the protagonist, Frey, roaming around the open world, taking on fantasy-inspired foes like dragons, undead creatures, and more. I missed this part of the show. I put it in my pocket. So this might have looked better than the previous stuff that I had seen. Mm -hmm. Okay. It looks like Final Fantasy 15.
2: It looked a lot smoother, though.
0: Uh, Not smoother than 15, but smoother than we've seen this game.
2: Yeah, I mean, it looks Mm -hmm. like it plays a little bit more better. Whether or not it looks better, I don't know. But it does look like the battle system does flow a lot more
0: action-y. Gotcha. Gundam Evolution Western release confirmed. Network test is coming, so you can try it out for free. Uh, Released on everything, pretty much, other than Switch. Is it? Yeah, PS4, PS5, Series 1, and PC. I guess we do have to denote Series and 1, because there's still... I guess there are exclusives coming out for Series X that aren't available in 1. Are there many of those? There's not a lot. I don't think so, either. They're still kind of splitting the gap. Maybe they're riding the install base and stuff like that.
1: Well, this whole show, too, I mean, was mostly PS4 slash PS5 releases.
0: I was listening (laughs) to a show and they were talking about (laughs) Cyberpunk and they were saying, well, why didn't they just push Cyberpunk to the next gen consoles? Why did it come out on those old ones? And I'm thinking, like, it came out alongside those consoles, if I remember right. So there was Mm -hmm. zero install base. You don't release that huge. You know, you've been talking about it for years and years and years. And it wasn't like The Witcher. Like, they always said The Witcher 3 was going to be um, next-gen. It was never going to be uh-huh. PS3 and 360. It was always going to be for those next-gen systems. So they didn't, they didn't and, have to drop back and compromise.
1: And the game took several years to develop and started development on the PS4 and stayed on the PS4. So.
2: Right. And then they're objectively looking at it or in hindsight.
1: base, con- base consoles. Yeah,
2: they look, yeah. They're looking at it in hindsight after the fact that that game pretty much bombed. So, yeah, right. I, I mean, if it did well, nobody would have questioned it. You know what I mean?
0: I think it's going to have legs. I think it's going to be one of those redemption story ones we talk about in a couple of years. Yeah. Because they don't really seem to leave stuff behind.
1: So Uh,
0: next up, I think this was was this all of our announcement of the show?
1: Yeah, this so, was this was uh, the second
0: one for me. Yeah, this was definitely
1: well to me this was definitely highlight. This was <laughs> very very high up on the list. All right, Brant, tell us what this next announcement was. Uh and there's since been more uh uh elaboration on this, but we're getting oh. the from Konami Konami Our favorite may, developer. yeah. May, and, and usually, you know, lately they're just making pachinko machines or mobile apps or whatever. But they're doing something right. We're getting uh the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection.
0: Cowabunga Collection, very appropriately named.
1: Uh, which will be released on pretty much every platform, I believe. It um, is.
2: Pretty much every platform that's relevant to today's standards, at least. Um,
1: really? I don't think I've seen that. Yep. PlayStation 4, 5, uh, Series SX, uh, Xbox One. PC, Nintendo Switch, and it is getting a physical release at 39.99. 99 uh, there are 13 Excellent. titles. 13 titles. 13
0: on this. titles. Ridge
1: Racer. Yeah, not, not
2: only not only, <laughs> only we get that, we also get the new Turtles game
0: too so just
1: Yeah. Play. It's awesome. This is Year of the Turtle. Uh, so you're <laughs> Year of the Turtle. <laughs> uh let's see the 13 (laughs) games included are your uh teenage mutant ninja turtles arcade uh tmnt turtles in time arcade teenage mutant ninja turtles uh nes garbage uh tmnt2 the arcade game for nes um not a bad game uh TMNT 3, uh, the Manhattan Project from uh, the NES.
0: That's the first one I ever played. So I dropped back to those other two and I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Especially the damn level from uh, the first one and riding around in the the car. Uh,
1: TMNT Tournament Fighters uh, from the NES. Uh, Then we're going to go to the Super Nintendo. TMNT 4, Turtles in Time um right tonight and I then,
2: on turtle suit <laughs> uh
1: the tournament fighters from snes uh as well uh let's see was that any good tournament fighters i don't know there's well i mean there's several different versions of it in here so you can find the the best version of the game i think it was i'm like sure yes
0: and super nintendo
1: i'm sure each of those versions has something different in it too there's always those little little tweaks and little things in there. Um, let's see, TMNT, the Hyperstone Heist. Uh, that's the Sega Genesis version. Uh, TMNT Tournament Fighters again from Sega Genesis. Uh, TMNT Fall of the Foot Clan, and that's from Game Boy. i was about to say
0: that's the Game Boy one.
1: Uh, another game, uh, another Game Boy. Uh, TMNT 2 back from the sewers and the last title is also a game boy game TMNT 3 radical rescue uh and most of these games uh i think a lot of the arcade ones as well as some of the nes titles will have uh local and online co-op that's are awesome. supported
0: that's really so cool. This is our kick you in uh, online. <laughs> it's
1: it's a definite it's a definite win. Um, yeah. And I'm I'm getting this information because it was released, I think, yesterday or today. Um, and it's What's on, the uh, update on it's that? on it's on that. Konami's website. OK, straight Konami okay. Uh, website here. So but it's basically all all of that. I just went over. It's great that we're getting a physical release of this and it's coming to Hell everything yeah. and shoot. 13 titles for 40 bucks. Hell yeah. 100% in.
0: Yeah, this is an easy day one for me as well. Very, very cool. <laughs> Year of the Turtle. Year of the Turtle. Who's making this? Is that in the stuff that came out? Digital um, clips. Yeah, digital clips. Oh, perfect. We're good then.
1: And of course, um, technically uh, Nickelodeon still holds the uh, rights to teenage Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so they it's Konami I mean, collab with Nickelodeon.
2: It's the best thing that's ever happened. of wise, the games happen ever since Nickelodeon bought those rights.
1: So. Yeah, because we see what Konami used does. To jump with around stuff. to
2: Universal, to Lionsgate. It was jumping around all over the place before then. So damn, which makes it harder to license those type of games. But now was Nickelodeon it? owns it, so.
0: Did Mirage Studio have the rights the whole time and they just sub all that stuff, or was it some other company that they had given it to that kept doing it?
2: It was some kind of weird uh, licensing. A lot of people own Mirage at different points, so like, yeah. Nickelodeon owns them now. So
0: That is good, then. Especially if we're getting this kind of content. Yeah, your,
2: your boy uh, Chris Kohler is the one who uh, started this project. So. Really? Really? Yeah, he, he had a he had to keep it hidden for a long time. He said he, he's uh, this is like his dream thing ever since he joined Digital Eclipse was this, wow. one, this collection. Oh.
0: Well, they've got Mike Mike over there, Chris Kohler, uh, well, Jeremy Parrish works for a Limited Run. Drew Scanlon's on this team. Mm-hmm. I forgot that's where Drew Scanlon landed at. That's very exciting. Forty bucks, man, come on! I know some of these games on cartridge. <laughs> And Triple they, didn't that.
2: Fuck, they didn't fuck us over and split it up with, like, the
0: Castlevania shit, so... Yeah. Yeah, that's that's getting old, too. Pick a version, or a Wonder Boy that we all just had to purchase.
2: The 85 different
0: versions of Wonder Boy. Oh. Yeah, here's a Wonder Boy with 12. Here's a Wonder Boy with 18.
2: 21 versions of Wonder yeah. Boy. Even the Game Gear one.
0: Yeah. Game Gear version? <laughs> <laughs> that was your thing.
2: Then it turns into the, the retail on Sonic the Hedgehog, so I can finally
0: beat the game, so. I bet that uh, Game Gear on. one is. I bet that Game Gear one's not bad. That was a damn master system underneath the hood of that thing. Mm-hmm. Game Gear was a beast, and a beast on batteries. Uh, speaking of beasts, Kaiju bra- Brawler Gigabash is coming to PS5 and PS4 this year. I think this was a phone in the pocket time, so I have no clue what this one is. Uh,
1: I, just a bunch of
2: yeah monsters like,
1: fighting. Yeah. Uh,
2: I guess they noted in this article on IGN, whoever wrote it, it, said if you're a fan of Godzilla Destroy All Monsters, you're probably going to like this. So
1: oh.
0: I don't remember which one is that one. Is that the GameCube one or I don't know. I think uh, it was on GameCube and PS2. It was like Destroy All Monsters Melee was the name of it, and people would make jokes that they had picked up the wrong Melee game on GameCube. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, I think that's. So I guess it's, it, it it must look similar to that. I'm not. I didn't play those versions, so I can't speak on it. So I don't know.
0: Was it like War of the Monsters on PS2? When, when, wasn't that a kaiju battling type?
2: Yeah, the one made by uh, David Jaffe.
0: He did War of the Monsters? Yeah. David Jaffe's uh, a bit out there now, these days. Uh,
2: like a Voldemort, we don't talk about David Jaffe.
0: <laughs> <So> he's <laughs> a monster. He's a one crazy.
2: who should not be named. Became one of his characters. I'm
1: just like, jeez. Yeah, uh,
0: what's,
1: what's this bizarre game, Cesar, this next yep. one? Tell us all about it, sir.
0: Well, yeah, so
2: we saw that trailer, and uh, I mean, we were talking about this before, and you saw the the, the from Rumble in the background, <laughs> and just bust out into uh, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, um, All-Star Battle R, I guess the R is remake or remaster or whatever it stands for, because yeah. is just a port of the PS3 game that is like super expensive to find. Um, and this one is a actual. This is the last one they did as an actual fighting game, because the ones that came out recently have been arena fighters. So this one's actually like, a, like a fighting fighting game. Like yeah, last one that came on there.
0: I think the, the only The Art difference, styles. Gorgeous. Yeah,
2: it's based off the manga. It looks like they went back, and I've. That's why we talked about last time. It's like they got the, the the voice actress for Jolene. She's doing the character now, because before then, when this originally came out, the. the the Jolene Saga was not an anime yet, so they didn't have a voice actor at the time, so they hired somebody else new for that VA. So they tend to keep it pretty accurate to the anime, so they always had the... Uh, Jotaro's voice actor was always part of it, and so it was uh, Dio. So like Even on the PlayStation 1, if you play those ones, those Dio and Jotaro did their voices on that one as well. That's very cool. Um, they've always kept it on there because how popular those characters are. Uh, I think the one on PS3 had 38 characters, so they added, like, I think, 12... 12 more at least to this one. Um, so, and this one has all eight JoJo's. So, even the ones <laughs> in the new universe. So, uh, the Steel Ball Run and JoJo Line. So, this one does everything. So, and even has a lot of the important uh, side characters in there as well. So, they said this one pleased. is coming out this fall on pretty much all major platforms. So, it's uh, the Series console, Xbox One, uh, PS4, PS5, Switch, and PC. So,
0: I don't see Switch running that type cell shading art style, but maybe it's, uh, it's a PS3 not well.
2: It's a PS3 game, so I don't it's see true. why not.
0: It's true. Uh, it
2: just like all it, depend. It it just all depends because like that's why I have to stay off Twitter because have you seen that war they have with Persona 4? Oh gosh. Uh, the uh, the new one that's coming out, um, PS4 the Arena. Switch. Yeah. The uh, L- arena like they're getting rollback code on um PS4 and PC. So not on Switch. Rollback. And not uh, getting on Switch, and they didn't say why. It's so like people were throwing fits about it. So and I'm like, nobody knows the truth because you know, atlas hasn't said anything. They just say, "Hey, PS4 and Steam's getting rollback um, hold. Huh. Nothing announced on Switch. So uh, who knows? You know what I mean? Yeah. I haven't yeah. said the reason why, but a lot of people were pissed about it. So then you know that you know how people are. People interject their own, like, "Oh, maybe it's not powerful enough to handle <laughs> those type of servers online." And it's like they'll start listing stuff that's like, well, this game is a fighting game on Switch and it has rollback. Oh, that doesn't make any sense, you know? Nobody yeah. knows because they won't come back and, and clarify. It just it's not getting it. That's all. So mm-hmm. I'm in the camp with Brent. I'd rather just bitch about it. The the Switch being weak, that way I can force yeah. I think it. to give us a a better one. Switch Pro. I'm, I'm Switch, the guy playing bro. the long game. I look. I'm being looked at as the villain, but I'm over here trying to help everybody. <laughs> out powerful switch in the end. i mean
0: it's not a hot take at this point when your first party stuff is not running like you would expect it to like it has on the previous five generations where you don't have this yeah. issue with first party performance
2: it took a page out of uh, sony's book when those uh dishonored on ps3 book <laughs> 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 yeah it runs it runs like shit but it runs look yeah. it's on there <laughs>
1: Especially five years into a system, you figure especially the first ti- uh, first party titles are, you know, would be super polished. You know, taking advantage of the hardware and everything. And yeah, mm, <laughs> there's a lot of them that mm, just don't seem to be as great as they could be. Yeah, like you and get
0: the R C S examples with that open world, yeah. and then you see like Zelda screenshots and. Xenoblade screenshots, like how Monolith is the master of these huge rendered open worlds.
1: Yeah, my kid was telling me about Pokemon and how from far away you might see a bird just like in midair, just kind of sitting there. And then once you get up to it, it's actually like flapping its wings and stuff. But like from far away, it's just kind of like frozen in air. So, yeah, I
2: guess we just missed the days where we always saw Nintendo like, how the hell they push this on this old ass hardware. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're so used to them doing that, you know
0: or Steam how does the little me. how does the little purple box that everyone tells me I'm an idiot for owning <laughs> turn out these great graphics that yeah. the games usually perform better than these other two uh I ran into talking about these open world glimpses um I ran into like this tyrannosaurus thing on Horizon and I didn't really fuck with it but <laughs> I like shot some stuff <laughs> at it and I realized I'm not meant to fight this thing so I found a way like to sneak around in some tall grass and get away from it and it's blocking the way to this village. So it was probably another like five minute walk that I'm going to this village. And then you can like get up in higher parts of this, of this town and look around. And I actually ended up just kind of like scanning the landscape. And I look back towards like the desert area where I had come from and I could see that fucking thing I could see it lumbering around in the distance. And it was tiny. It was so small, way off in the distance, but it was still rendering that thing from where I had come from and snuck past it. <laughs> That was pretty cool. It was like a T Rex snap jaw or no snap jaw is the crocodile. I can't remember. All right, we're gonna finish this show, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and then new trailer for Black and White Samurai Adventure: Trek to Yomi. This looked dope.
2: Yeah, this also I think they confirmed later this is gonna be on that uh, ID and Xbox and that Twitch mm-hmm. show, and this oh. is also gonna be a Game Pass game. So
0: okay. Looked like a I thought it was gonna be a new Bushido blade, the kind of the way it was being pitched with the. Yeah. The quick battles mm-hmm. and just kind but of the presentation.
1: They've shown this before, I believe, and it's still it look it looks really good. It's nice, you know, stylized black and white. It looks like it's gonna be good.
0: We're in the golden age of samurai games, I would say.
1: Yeah. yeah. We need uh, a
0: new Tenchu. New Tenchu.
2: <laughs> you need to go talk to From Software and tell them to stop making Dark Souls games. Oh. They'll make Tenchu, but it'll be Dark Souls.
0: Oh. Need a new uh, Brave Fencer Musashi.
2: Hell yeah. Yeah. I beat the shit out of that one. That PS2 one was very disappointing. Is that bad? It was nothing like the, the PlayStation one, so. Dang. All right, this was... I remember, I remember gonna... buying it and getting super excited because I, I sat there and I put like 30, 40 hours to beat that one on PS1. And then I got that PS2 one, and I think after about two hours, I was like, nope, and I never played it
0: since. So... <laughs> All right. This was unexpected. Returnal is getting an expansion called Ex- uh, Ascension, and it is a free update later this month. It brings two-player campaign co-op to the game, as well as a brand-new survival mode about scaling a tower, <laughs> taking yep. out waves upon waves of <laughs> Returnal. already
2: live on Brant's... Uh... Who's going to join me?
0: I will play. I'll actually Richard, play this. yes! Yeah, I'll get it and play with you, because I'm... I'm guessing that it's not as brutally, unforgivingly difficult with two people. I'm yeah. guessing it might uh, still be. I mean, uh, it,
2: it you haven't be. played Elden Ring in co-op, eh? it,
0: it could be. be that way. It's <laughs> still tough. <laughs> Elden Ring still tough?
2: With co-op, yeah. Yeah. I summoned people where the the people I summoned died, and they didn't help me at all. So I then fuck you. <laughs>
0: they died on purpose?
2: Uh no, they just sucked. Oh, uh, they didn't get it.
0: Uh, it won't be long until you can dive into this new content. March twenty second. I said later this month. Earlier, the yep. PlayStation or the IGN blog does clarify March twenty second.
2: Remember to try Finger Two more
0: titles. <laughs> <laughs> Two big ones at the end.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh God, Brandon, did you see that one? Where somebody photoshopped that uh that name and put it on their uh, deal from uh, Joe our <laughs> Adventure.
1: Yeah.
0: But I'm Deal Field Chronicle. <laughs> <laughs> on this next one. Oh no, deal. <laughs> This is another not game. We had not Dino Crisis. Now we have uh, not Final Fantasy Tactics. Tactics, yeah. Yep, they showed off a Square Enix shows off a new strategy RPG called the Dio Field Chronicle. Uh, coming to PS4 and PS5. This is a fully 3D take on the strategy genre, and the trailer set up the story of the three kingdoms the game will focus on. It will launch on Switch, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, and PC. I thought this was an exclusive. That's interesting.
2: Mm-mm. No, this it looks. Um, watching the battle system is weird. It's like some at. Ed- Tactics-esque stuff in there, but it's very reminiscent of uh, Fire Emblem. Yeah. Very popular, yeah. Fire Emblem-ish. When yeah. I was looking at it, I was like, oh, this seems like Fire Emblem.
0: If that's your cup of tea, go for it. And finishing it up was a new Valkyrie game, Valkyrie Elysium. Uh, it's coming to PS4 and PS5 in 2022. The game is a new entry in Valkyrie Profile, which hasn't seen a home console entry since 2006's Valkyrie Profile 2 Silmeria on the PS2. There was a quick look, which showed magic and sword combat against a variety of beast like foes. I think the public perception was this is much more um, action-y than the turn-based um, origin of the series.
2: I'm glad they ch- decided to change the name if, since that was uh, what they were going to do. So,
0: so everybody would have bitched, like, this is not Valkyrie Profile. Oh, for it not to be Valkyrie Profile 3? Yeah.
2: And they'd be like, yeah, it's called Elysium. It's something different, you yeah makes more sense to me
0: i was trying to watch a clip of this because i missed this one too but i'm getting some stupid ad that's what i get for watching through ign (laughs) ign
2: is uh, a city
0: how do they get to co-host all these streams because every time i look for a show that i'm trying to watch there's some ign hosted thing i'm like no i'm not (laughs) giving them any of my views just give me the damn playstation one or you know xbox or uh nintendo direct whoever it is was there any gameplay in this? Yeah, there it is.
1: Uh it's definitely very action-y.
0: This is not Valkyrie profile.
2: It's not, it's Elysium.
0: Yeah, it's true. You're right. I did like that first one. I don't I didn't get to like the second disc or anything, but the concept of like recruiting the people and the way the vignettes are told and all that was very that was very, very cool.
2: And it was very different too, because you only had you only get a certain amount on your team, so yeah. you always missed out on certain uh, characters if you didn't get them all. So,
0: and it was dark recruiting. It wasn't just like, hey, join my party, let's go on an adventure. Like they had some kind of dark story that you were recruiting them for that final Ragnarok battle.
1: Oh, yeah, because
2: they were, yeah, because what it was was that they made a deal with the Valkyrie because they were about to die, and they're like, help me with my unfinished business. And then they would go through, and and a lot, a lot of times it didn't end well for that person. But once it was done, they're like, oh, at least I have no regrets. I'm ready to go with you. Yeah. And you take that soul with you. So.
0: Yep. It was it advanced themes. I think it's kind of why it slipped under the radar then. Plus Enix was uh I mean they were still a powerhouse, but I just don't know how some of those games seemed to slip slip like they did. It was late development, maybe. I know Final Fantasy or Final Fantasy. I know Dragon Quest Seven came out super late, much later than they had expected.
2: That was the ate up all their development with seven. Remember? Because then they were yeah. And then they try to get four, the, the four remake on PlayStation. They got it out over
0: there, but it never came out over here. And then
2: the, the Valkyrie profile came out over here, and then Star Ocean came out over here, second story.
0: And Dragon Quest came out after the PS2 launched, right? So it's not really this yeah. jaw-dropping graphics powerhouse that these well, dudes... we got
2: Well, we got it super late over here because of the translation was so... The game was so fucking right. huge. Translation
0: right. took forever. Yeah. I think the preferred way to... St- play that is still the ds one right specifically seven because the way they. And that one's that got one. the
2: better translate the localization let's yeah. put it that
0: way better localization games played uh i touched on horizon a little bit um i'm currently stuck uh the 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 current mission is trying to send me uh aloy's trying to figure out what why those machines are being corrupted and who's driving them and there's a bandit camp that i have to get through with the story and i can clear out the bandits i can clear out all of the warped uh the corrupted watchers and there's like two or three of those watchers and then like one other machine i think and then there's that big corruptor thing and um i failed it once i ran out of healing items and stuff and i gave it everything i had i'm i'm throwing down the tripwire i'm grabbing the rope and throwing it on the ground i'm shocking it with grenades i I never really used the grenades. I unlocked them, but I hadn't done a whole lot with them. So I'm hitting this thing with grenades and it ended up killing me because I ran out of healing items. And when something knocks Aloy over, she's like struggling to get up. And there's like this long animation as she's getting up. And then that thing just fucks me up again. I go rolling. I'm like, okay, sure, this is fine. And uh, it killed me. And so I restarted. I had to restart. It, It loaded my save. And it's I have to take out all the bandits again. And I'm like, man. And somehow I did worse. I had less healing items. And what I figured out this time is that corruptor thing has a path it goes on. So I know I have to get past it to go into this cave area, right? So I'm like, I'm going to sneak up into grass. There's grass right next to where you have to get to. And I start throwing rocks in the opposite direction. I'm like, fucking go over <laughs> there. Just go. And it takes the bait and it's like, and it's stalking around. The corruptor's like this big giant Metal Gear looking thing, basically. And uh, like a Metal Gear Ray almost where it has like the tail thing that jumps around, but it turns the machines into human controlled machines, essentially. So it takes the bait and it goes and I'm like, I'm holding my breath and Aloy Aloy's crouched and I'm like hugging the corner. I'm like, finally, I outsmarted you, bitch. I'm on. Let's go. (laughs) And there's a dead end where that tunnel's at. There's nothing there. I'm looking around frantic. I'm looking around frantically like this is where I have to go. This is where it was guarding. What am I you have to take that thing out in the story for it to. So I went, I crept back in the grass and I drew it back over and I set up traps and did the best I could. And it killed me again. And I was like, I'm not doing this right now again. So I'll go back in that combat is fun, but I, I don't really like repeating instances like that. It's nothing pulls me out of immersion like that. When I'm, if I feel like I'm doing it wrong, like a, an uncharted jump where I jump and like, there's a yellow thing there. You should have grabbed it. And I die over and over. It's like, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> it just takes me out of that. Like I'm all in until it takes me out of that. Cause when I play horizon, it's like hard to stop. I literally have to tell myself to stop. Cause there's no good stopping place. You always have like somewhere new to go and something to investigate. And she's uncovering mysteries slowly, but surely. And um, it's, got that,
2: uh, it's got that good dopamine where you keep discovering stuff. You know? It like, is. Oh, let me go into the next area. Let me go yep. to the next area.
0: Yep. And that, cause that mystery is slowly. Well, it's not really unraveling. It just seems to be layering on itself. But I really want to see where it goes from there. And I'm playing on easy. I may drop it down to story just to fucking kill this thing and keep going. I don't I don't know if it does anything to me to scale it back up. But I may drop it down just to beat this thing because it's pissing me off. Uh, I think my other option is to, like, run to a town. There's not really a place near me. You know, you, you jump between the campfires to do fast travel. So I'd have to go somewhere and buy a shit ton of potions just to beat this thing. And then go back to it. And uh don't know if I'm going to do that. Uh, I may just drop it down to story mode and keep going with, with what I'm wanting to do there. Because so I, I want to see the story through. And I want to feel like a badass when I'm taking these things down. And this thing's fucking me up. And I've killed them before. I'm like, what's wrong with this one? I've killed so many of those corruptor things.
2: Uh, this they, They're passing around that steroid juice. No, no. Uh,
0: yes, it's something. Whatever's batch. corrupting it, yeah. I, something about did this you, thing is Did you beat this game, Brent? Right? No. No, not yet. Mm. But this thing is... Uh, uh, Cesar, do you remember playing these Corruptors? You got any tips on taking them down somehow? I even got up close to it one time. and got like a kill thing in it, and it didn't die.
2: Oh, man, it's been so long since I played it. Um, I don't want to mix it up with the second one. I, did you get the, the attribute bombs, like the fire and ice and all that yep. stuff on there? I think I've a lot the- of that stuff, I use those to kind of slow them down.
0: I have the shock one and something else. And when you look at it, it says it's sensitive to shock and fire. So I've got a bunch of fire arrows. I never run out of those. And it just, uh, the thing gets on you and just smothers you. Like there's no way for me to get around it. I mean, I think, I think if you use the shock, if it's sensitive to the shock, you should
2: be able to, or it kind of disables it for a short time and you can just lay into it. And then you got to, then you got to scoot back and do the same thing over and over again and just recycle. If I remember correctly
0: what I may do too is there's a bunch of mods you can put on your weapons and there's armor that you can look at. that has, has attributes. And so far, I guess playing on easy, I haven't really had to do anything with the attributes. So I just picked the cool armor, right? So I may go in there kind of like, uh, uh, the dungeons and, or the beast, the guardian beast in breath of the wild, where that lightning one just tore me to pieces until I got like lightning earrings and a lightning helmet and all that from the Gerudo shop. And then, like, he doesn't do anything to you because it just absorbs that shock. So it may, be, it may be a matter of doing that. I'll come back next week and tell y'all I cheesed that thing and destroyed it somehow. <laughs> but it was the whole matter of, like, okay, I'm not just in a conflict with this thing. There's no quick save in between them. I had to fight all those bandits again. And this camp is super tough. I have, I'll have, i kill one or two people stealthy, and then somebody sees me, and it's on. But I'm, it's fine to just kind of backpedal with these easier enemies. I do I do fine. It's that one fucking corruptor is destroying me uh we all played some halo i think all of us throughout the past week and a half or so
2: uh, uh yeah i think some of us longer than others
0: oh uh, <laughs> so that's our uh saturday we did that uh when everybody else fell off we did the one more win thing and that took us 50 minutes to get <laughs> to get that last win <laughs> we were so tired everybody else got off at like 110 115 ish and i know we didn't log off till two o'clock i was <laughs> Why do we do this to
2: I'm no, I'm not doing it this week because we spring an hour ahead, so
0: we do. It's gonna be that's gonna I'm, be tough. I'm long, I'm
2: long enough an hour early.
0: I'm excited for more daylight, though. I'm very happy for more daylight.
2: Uh, yeah, my, you get more daylight. You got your baseball back. It's uh, all good all for you.
0: Win-win. I'm starting to. I'm gonna go back on the the upswing again. Uh, they did the until, new, until we
2: lose Freddie Freeman, and then you'd be like, oh, oh.
0: back straight back into shambledom. Yeah. Don't say that, Cesaro's not gonna as, happen. As Elena
2: as Atlanta shopping for other first base people.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that guy from the A's. You must have seen that too. No.
2: That or was it Cora? Uh, They're also looking at too, even though they can't.
0: Uh, Carlos Correa. Yeah. Um. So we're playing Halo. Uh, we're all hooked on Tactical Slayer still. They have changed Tactical Slayer. I don't know if you guys know this. Did do we, Brant, Did we play this Monday? I don't think. Yeah, we did. We did do this. Yeah, that's right. Cause I, was t- I was telling somebody else about it. They changed uh, Tactical Slayer to the featured mode, and you now get BRs, the pistol, the god awful pistol, the sidekick, and the Mauler. I think that shotgun looking thing with the walrus teeth on it.
1: Yeah, we it, they hadn't changed it by Monday though. Okay. Yeah, I've played it since. I guess it was. I guess it was
0: yesterday, and uh, we got one BR round, and the rest were those Mauler and the pistol. Oh, wow. And I'm horrible with both. The pistol is the worst tactical slayer. Because you're just, you're so far away. It gave us the Behemoth map, the big sand one. And you're so far away and you're just popping that pistol and they're jumping around. It's like, it's just a guess when you get a headshot on that thing. And then I actually have gotten a little bit better with the Mauler. It's just not fun to shoot. That's the thing. I think when people are complaining about these weapons and you're like, okay, it's just a pistol. It's just this, whatever. Like, there's a reason people don't go for those and why you don't – well, I get killed with the pistol all the time, but they're just not fun to shoot. Maybe you guys enjoy both of those weapons, but, like, I'm playing this mode for the BR. The BR is where it's (laughs) at. So uh, that can be hit and miss, but that is your featured playlist right now. So if you hit one of their level-up boosts and go through that, I think – I think yesterday I went up, like, four levels in that hour just by hitting that boost and then playing that featured mode, so – we might have to get some of that in tomorrow just to see. Depends on how many people we get on there. Yeah. Oh, and then my last thing. I don't think I played anything else. I installed Gran Turismo and Elden Ring. I told you guys about getting this in, and it finally came in. I've never actually held one of these. Uh, this is the original uh, Nintendo 2DS, GDS, the doorstop the wedge, style. Yeah.
1: And it is... It's really comfortable. It's
0: comfortable, but it's still awkward-ish. Like yeah. I'm not quite um so I ordered this one and it you'll hear the I mean let me take it out of sleep mode. I'm used to hitting the power button. See if you guys tell what game I'm playing. I like chrono trigger. Chrono trigger. Uh, I wanted this one specifically because I found it around the same price point as the as the other systems that were on eBay. But it came with alternate storefronts uh, already installed and some alternate storefront purchases. So, <laughs> like it has both the Dragon Quests on it. It's got all the Zelda games on it. It's got um, all the Kirby games on it the Mario games you would expect both Luigi's mansions and then a bunch of DS games. Like I found this one menu and I'm like, what is this? And I go in there. And it's like a shit ton of DS games. Oh Dang. Um, that's one of them. Chrono trigger. And I'm like, okay, it's time. Let's go. And, uh, it is a, it's a super well-built machine. Like I love this all in one slate style DS. Like this was a really cool design. Um, I, my kids have the one that Brant ordered with the, you know, the traditional clamshell style. And that one has a beautiful, much larger screen than this yeah. one. But that that design is just so cool. And I've got a case that it slides into. But uh, I need to dive into the alternate storefronts a little bit more and see how those are put on there. Because the DS selection is, is already really good. It's like probably 25 or 30 DS games. And then a bunch of 3DS games. And then a lot of um, Genesis, Super Nintendo, and Game Boy and Game Boy Advance titles that are also... And they even it's so crazy because they even have like the virtual menu spin up thing with like the TV and then the little respective system next to it. But it'll be something that never came out for that virtual console service, Hmm. which is pretty cool.
2: Uh, They probably found out a way to drop the ROMs and that emulator built in. Yeah.
0: And that's the thing I was thinking about with this machine, because, i you know, we can play emulators just about everywhere now. But like, what is the quality of the emulator that you're using? And Nintendo designed so many that were so compatible with this device this is kind of like the Wii. You know, the Wii is still considered one of the greatest uh, emulation devices because they built that one dude, I think it was, that built all those great emulators for that device. So you had Turbo Graphics, and, um, you know, it had a built-in GameCube and you had GBA support and all that stuff on the Wii. But uh, i kind of been tinkering around with that. So uh, as you could tell, I'm at the Millennia Fair on Chrono Trigger, a part I have played many, many times. <laughs> It seems like I always get, I get robo, and I get to the corridor of time, and then I'm just like, okay. I um,
2: man, you, seen, should, you should be stopping when you get to uh, Masa and Mune. So.
0: Yeah, I got, I got to keep going, honestly. But um, that's a really cool device. I would like to see, I know they got the Switch Lite, was this, $199, $200? That's their budget one that gets you into just about that entire ecosystem, except for when you have to take Joy-Cons off and stuff. Can you still sync Joy-Cons up to it separately and just not yeah. use those? Yeah. But it doesn't hook up to a TV. It's only tabletop, right? That yep.
2: would be the the holding factor,
0: yeah. That is the big, uh, yeah. That's,
2: that makes sense. That's why, for me personally, I'm, I'm looking forward to when my Steam Deck comes in because it's so easy to put emulators on that thing.
0: Yeah. And, and I saw, saw Halo Infinite running on it
2: today. Yeah, Paper Mario 1000-Year Door is the one I'm going to play on this first one. On <laughs> the emulator's yeah. built in the menu. You just install it, it's done.
0: That's all really that... Cool. I yeah. saw uh, Jeff Grubb was tweeting about that. It's just right there.
2: It's super fucking easy. Yeah, you can do any of them.
1: Even it's the Switch one cool. is all right there. Yeah, I've seen I've seen people do that. Hunts. Um, GameCube, PS2, PS3. There's there's all sorts of things you can do with that Steam Deck. It's a hell of a piece of equipment. I'm looking forward to you talking about it, sensor.
2: Yeah, mine is going to be mostly four emulators. So. <laughs> I'm playing GameCube games on that bitch. I could see that. Yeah.
0: I could see that being that that sort of dedicated cuz I think he would play most everything else on an I, I got
2: I got the ISO sitting in my computer right here for, you know, Paper Mario, Skies of Arcadia. I got um I'm, it's ready. Just whenever it gets here, I'll, I'll load them up.
0: Steam Deck, look forward to it. Uh those are my games played, tinkering around with the Alternate storefront 2DS, Horizon Zero Dawn and Halo Infinite Season 1. Still.
1: The ending. The ending When's it gonna one. beat season one? <laughs> Infinite season one. <laughs> yeah.
0: Infinite. He's been binging season one since December. <laughs> When's it gonna end? <laughs> yeah,
2: Where mine. Mine is uh easy. Mine's has been. I think the only thing I've I have been playing has been Elden Ring. So I think. Tell I us like, about
0: the Elden Rings.
2: Like forty something hours into it now. So I'm not still only beating the first boss. <laughs> really yeah yeah i'm still going I, I almost got the full map it took me uh, about 30 hours just to go around the full map i still have i'm still missing the top corner in the map the map's huge like it's it's the this part one of the biggest games i ever played in my life it's a big ass game
0: so you get to just run around you don't have to fight the bosses and stuff you can just you can explore. run past them
2: i run past them and keep exploring and then I, I like ooh, and then i find this weapon and it's like and then i start uh using that and start killing some of the lower ones so this, this is why this is the most accessible game because the way that most of these Dark Souls games or the Soulborne games work is they they tie you in a, qu- uh, a quadrant and is linear and you have to you go you have to it. pass it and you and what they want you to do is you know fight die repeat level up level up fight die repeat until you get the hang of it because I think I, I follow somebody on on YouTube was was talking about it where they they did Bloodborne and they spent the first twenty five hours of the game inside the first area alone and then they blew through the game and they blew through i think they took them 15 hours to beat the game after that so it was like after the first 24 hours it clicked and they were they got it built up to the character where they wanted and just went through and blew through the rest of the game so they said everyone plays it differently you know you don't have to do it that way it's just how they played it so like for this one's a little bit different so this one is like i'm i'm just going around and and, and finding grace points and create save points and then i'm taking a look at the the area and the area is kind of like it's very much like uh, how, you know, if you enjoy Breath of the Wall where you just wandering and find something, a lot of that's there. It's just me going around there and I'm seeing like a statue pointing down and I, I touch it and light it and it has like this green light pointing to the ground. And then I sit there and look at the map and then down there is a tomb and that, and you go down there and it's a dungeon. You go in there and it has some like puzzle solving to get to the end of the dungeon and you fight a boss. And then when I beat the boss, it gives me a summon to summon different spirits. And it's like that's pretty much the whole game as you go through it. So it's like you just find random shit and then you'll find characters. I think so like this whole this whole story so far is like you're a Tarnish that is made in lists, which I joked about mentioned before. And you're trying to become the. Um, the Elden Lord, I believe. Um, and you're you're you, you're taking to a round table with a whole bunch of Tarnishes trying to do the same thing. And so I just ran into some lady who had her pendant was stolen and told me to get it from like a, a thief further up the road. And then I end up buying it from the thief for like a thousand whatever uh, runes. Um, and then I returned the pendant and she gave me an invitation to the Volcano Manor. And so I kept playing the game That's and I ended up running into her again and she teleported me to the Volcano Manor. And then there's a lady in the house who works for a lord who is the opposite, who, d- who doesn't want to become a Elden Lord, wants to stop it. And you know, kill the tarnish, and so they start giving you assassin missions to kill the other players that are like you. And so, it's another story bit as you go through, and I'm just going through and just you know, killing other people. And it turns out that Lord is like somebody who's been corrupted, and so it's like he's using you to kill the competition, and then he's in trying to kill you at the end. It's like so he can just win. So, it's like, um, it's pretty good. There's like different story bits in there that, like, I I could totally skip out on that and beat the game without ever doing that story bit. So, it's like, you have to just go into it and just happen to get it so you know it just all depends so it, it's like i said it's really good now like i said it's clicking for me now so i've, I've gotten to the point where i i can block an attack with my shield and then hit r2 and then do a counter attack immediately and that usually wipes somebody out instantly um so i'm having a lot of fun with it now like i said it, it took about 25 hours 30 hours before it started clicking and I was like, okay, alright, I, I can see what I can do with this. Before, it was just frustration because he would die, and you're like, I don't get it. I'm like, rolling yeah. out the play, and it's like, you have to watch these enemies and read their moves, and they all have different play sets, and it's like, and sometimes they suck. Sometimes they have second forms, and that they'll sit there, and they'll change the way they fight, and then you're like, fuck, you, you'll learn it again, you'll die again, and you're like, okay, they change differently, you gotta go back and watch it. And then sometimes they'll, they'll get close to the end, and they'll, they'll f- start fighting differently. So, like, they'll adapt differently. So, But um like there's I'm so many different... that
0: you can just explore as much as you can that's really cool
2: yeah dude it's like it's like your open world thing you could literally just run through and just go and explore everything you want i mean i think there's a certain point where you go to the mountains the giants where you there is a boss you have to beat before you can traverse the mist and go past it like right. you have to beat that boss that's the only one where you will be stopped at like and but that's in game that's like when you go in there it's like that's the final area so that's uh that's the reason why that's there. They don't want you like to go in there and cheese it without being ready. So, right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just all. I mean, like I mentioned before, your best bet is to research the build you want. Um, like I said, I did the confessor, and I told and I told you I said like, there's some people who like stealth and they've done magic and stealth where they just attack from the back and just kind of hide and stuff like that. And that's a lot of people love that. I like that's that style. That, um, that they've done. Um, you just have to be patient, level up. Uh, there was a part where I think before we started clicking, where I was like, I didn't understand what I was doing wrong. I had a powerful um, sword called the Sword of Night and Day, which uh, it gives like two uh, magic attacks. One was like, um, one's fire, and then one's like a star base attack. And I was like, I, I didn't understand what I was doing wrong. And then I realized, like, oh, okay, um, you have to find these uh, smith stones and level up your weapon i think i got it up to plus six i'm like i'm fucking murdering everybody now at this point so like you have to go in there and, and you find the stuff as you go through the levels like i find I, I started going to a blacksmith and he started leveling up my my shield and my swords and and and, and, and like i said my build my character's gotten a lot better with that so it's like i'm, I'm more on equal ground on the later battles um that and uh, i've learned the hard way when i was equipping new armor on there that i've that weighed down my character. And I was like, I didn't understand my rolls were like going real short. Like I would just roll a little bit and I didn't have a lot. I couldn't get away as I used to. Too I didn't heavy. realize that if you wear heavy armor, it increases your heavy load. I had to sit there and uh-huh. fuck around with the armor and and get it down back to medium so that way I can have all my agility again so I can last in these battles because I was dying like crazy. I was like, I didn't understand. I was I was moving around like I ate like 200 donuts. And I was like, <laughs> I was like severely overweight. I'm like doing a, barely doing a roll and I'm out of breath every time. I'm like, Jesus. But, like, yeah, depending on what class you get, if you move up, like, I think for me, I move up my uh, endurance, my strength, faith, and vigor, the four. And so, whenever I level up, I just circle through those four for the confessor class. I think that's the one that they recommend. And so, endurance is important because endurance is what you use to how many swings you have, how many times you can block. Because if your endurance endurance is low, then you're going to, you know, you're, I mean, you're not going to have to run away and hope you survive. So, um a lot of it's like i say if you play this game you just have to be patient i mean you can explore as much as you want but if you want to progress in it you're gonna have to level up level up your weapons um and explore and you'll find like different summons and different weapons i found different weapons in different areas and i've got like different i got some weapons that are pretty cool That um there's one that like does a uh, goku's instant transmission where i'm flying across the, the field in certain areas where somebody's coming i just do instant transmission and go across there so i was like it, there's some cool ass uh, abilities you can have tied to your swords because you can tie different ones to your swords in there and so there's one that does a like a spin move and then it's like i just fuck around and start attaching to different weapons and i got one that has a, a um one that breaks people like a, there's a sword i found or if i if i sit there and i just um it's like a blood drain and i just keep hitting them with it and it just it literally breaks them and it starts dropping their hp immediately so there's uh, stuff in oh. there you can do a fuck around in there and the cool thing is, like, there's a lot of platforming in this game, man, that I was not prepared for. So I'm, like, on my fucking horse, jumping on these little upside-down, sideways graves to jump to different areas to get across the map. And, like, I, there's so many times I die because that fucking horse is, like, if I turn the camera angle and go forward, it just flies off. I'm, like,
0: great. Oh, gosh. So, I wouldn't think uh, there would be platforming like that. That's wild.
2: This this is probably some of the, the hardest platform I've ever played is in this game. It's, uh, my, my hands are sweating so bad. I'm sitting here, like, I'm, I'm drenched in sweat. As I'm sitting here, like trying to like read this move and 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 I just fall at the right right ledge so I can just survive and I'm looking around like all right where's the next area I can go down in and then I see the blood stains of people who like oh they jumped over here they didn't survive so I'll like, ain't over here <laughs> so I have go to go there. around and look and and figure out like where to go you know so I was like I I've, I've been having a lot of fun man believe it or not I've never really cared for these games I've been and I don't really like open world games but this one's because I, I don't have the pressure in it for me i mean i'm just i just i'm just fucking around having fun with it it's good i'm enjoying all of it it's a lot of fun so like i said I, I haven't i know where the location of the second boss is um i got like I said, it. since i fall, like once you get to the round table and you beat the first boss and you um you get accepted into the round table like it's a round table tarnish, and then the guy will give you a hint for like the first five bosses like these are the people i know of and and you know this is what they did, and then you have to look on the map, like okay, this is the area, so they're probably somewhere around here. So they give you the general direction, and then you start exploring the area, and then you'll run into people that tell you, like okay, you know there's a battle over here that happened, and like there's one where he set fire to all these people, and like there's these zombies that are burned to death, and you have to fight them, and then like you you find them over there, and it's like a humongous twenty thousand pound guy sitting on a horse, I feel like the horse is about to be crushed because it's like a super severely <laughs> overweight guy on like a miniature, looks like a miniature donkey. But it's a regular horse. I, <laughs> like, I feel so bad for that horse because he's just going around like, that horse is the, the horse is like, please kill me. He's looking at me, just please kill me. Please kill this guy. So it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know what this game is, man. It's fucking good as hell, dude. I've, I've sounds, literally poured 40 into hours it. into it. I'm not even noticing. And like, I don't even check my time clock. I just happened to look at it earlier. It was like 40 hours. i was like, holy shit. Like, Dang, it doesn't even feel like 40 hours. It feels it. like five hours. I'm Damn. just going around having fun with it. Yeah. I'm enjoying the whole exploring aspect of it, just going around and like, running into tombs and there's a there's a dungeon i ran into that there's like a coliseum and then i went down and it's like i was going down this humongous elevator and there's like stars and there like um looks like the milky way stars at the top and it's like a whole bunch of roman cathedrals and there's all this whole underground city and it's like it's fucking crazy it's like it's there's some stuff in there i was like this game is pretty man i was like there's some stuff in here i was like man i, I can't believe this is in here this game is fucking huge i can see why it took so long it's such a big ass game it's a big ass game
0: and a good graphic
2: showcase. Uh, certain points, yeah, it's a good, it's a good looking game. I mean, there's some stuff on there where it, there's just like, damn, this looks good as hell. You know, this this is definitely uh, a current gen game. You know, I'm curious to see how it looks on PS4 or standard Xbox, but I don't know, man. That that's it for me, man. That's literally the only time I've been pouring into like secretly between me and you, and, and don't <laughs> I didn't think I was gonna make. a uh, wake up for work in time this morning. Because I didn't stop playing last night until like 3 30. I when I finally looked at the oh, clock and it was 3 30 a.m. I was like, shit, it's 3 30. Wow. And I got off and I had to go to bed and I slept for like three hours and woke up and got to work over here. And then, then I got I got done with work and I fired it up again. I was like, let's go. <laughs> so I was like. Hey. Y'all after got any more this, of that Elden Ring? And after after this, we're I'm gonna fire it up again. Hopefully I won't stay up to three thirty in the morning. So I was like <laughs> I just keep going around like, oh, let me go check out this area. I'm gonna go over here and figure out what this is. And it's like some kind of fucking dungeon. And like while I'm reading the writing on there, it's like watch the right. And some fucking demon comes out there. There's some, there's there's some like gargles from, you know, like the Disney show gargles. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's some tombs I'm going into and like they're crawling on the ceiling. So I'm like, there's one that crawls behind me and just murders the shit out of me. I'm like, what the fuck? So like he just hits me in the back. And so I had to go back in there and look at it. And it's like, oh, he's crawling around in the ceiling, then drops down. Like some of these enemies, man, they're just there's so much there's so much like care and love put in this game it's difficult but it's like it's not like bullshit difficult where somebody just runs up to you and just owns you it's like there's some there's some like care for like some of the how these enemies act in this game that they get you man there's one where i, I ran into the room and i was like I, it, it was like fucking indiana jones with the spikes in the ceiling and the room just goes straight up and kills me into the spikes and so when I ran in the room again, I jumped back and it turns out there's something under the, under the floor and I had to wait for it to go up and then jump down under the floor and continue on with the dungeon. So I was like, I was like, I did, I was just running in the room and it's like, it was, there's some cheap deaths, man. There's some times I run up to a cliff and it just, the cliff fell apart and I died. I like, great. <laughs> I was like, that's bullshit. You know, like, how am I supposed to know that? You know? So I was like, great. Yeah. Thank you. You know, there, there's some times on there where where they're, they're obviously being a dick just to be a dick. So
0: yeah,
2: there's times in there where it's like, it's spared. It's fair. So, oh man, it's a good-ass game, man. I enjoy it. I mean, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it's clicking with me, but it's, it's good. I might fuck around and beat it. I might spend 120 hours into it, so.
0: Do it. This is your souls.
2: It's taking my soul. All right, Brent.
1: Uh, so, last week, I had Brent, beaten... I know you.
0: Sorry, I know you and I played something together that we talked yeah. about. Okay, good.
1: Uh, I beat the first temple of uh, Majora's Mask. Um, today I finished Majora's Mask. Hey, uh, congrats! Got through. Um, there's you know four main temples you gotta um, do and take care of before you can go to the final boss. I went and got. A majority of the heart pieces, I think I skipped uh, like a major six, a major, a major majority. majority. Yeah.
2: But you got to admit, a lot of those heart pieces are fun because a lot of those are time based to get those. So yeah, it's always different, you know. Like. There,
1: but yeah, there was there was six I skipped because by by the end, um, there's what like twenty mass in the game, and to get the like, final mask, um, right before you fight the final boss, there's um, these four uh, four different places you can split off to, um, and you can only do these if you've collected all the masks, and they put you in, like, these little mini-dungeon areas. And the first three focus around um, the main masks of the game, uh, that being the Deku mask, Goron mask, and Zora mask. Uh, and then the fourth one is just kind of a bunch of the mini bosses that you fought before. And those mini dungeon-like things, um, the first one with the Deku mask was not that bad, it's just hopping in these little flowers and trying to time your flight and
0: like the intro of the game yeah you did that fall
1: yeah but you're you're falling on like rotating platforms and stuff um that one wasn't too bad and then you get to the goron one and you have to do this roll and (laughs) it's kind of like maze-like almost but it's Mm -hmm these narrow platforms that you have to roll on and go through and jump and go to the next one and do this and this. Um, And there's these, like, open chests that you're supposed to be able to hit dead on, and they shoot you at a right angle to help you along. And I kept kept falling down. And, like, the guide I was uh, uh, going with, which... It's like dungeon, ZeldaDungeons.net. Um, Been on it's there good, many a time. It's a, it's a good reference. Very yep. good reference. Um, this one even had both versions because there are different uh, variations between the N64 and 3DS versions. Um, but yeah, it said that you know these chests are perfectly placed to help you bounce at a 90 degree angle and there would be so many times that the Goron, I'd go and I'd bounce off the first one and I'd go... Uh, and I'd go to hit the second one, and for some reason, I'd hit it, like, just barely off or something. And what what you're supposed to do is, like, you roll straight until you do, like, this um, charged roll kind of thing okay. with the gorilla So there's
0: a timing, like, build-up to the, yeah. the
1: roll. Like you you roll, like, normal, and then after a minute, it starts using your magic, and you get, like, spiky, and it's like a super roll kind of thing. And you're just supposed to let it go. And if you're, you know kind of lined up, you'll hit this box, go 90 degrees, go down to this next area, hit this other box 90 degrees, do a jump, do a jump, do a jump, do a jump, kind of thing. And there was a couple times where I hit the first box fine, I'd go down to the second box, and my Goron would just, like, kind of hit that second box, and then go around it. And I'm like, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ben's Ben's drowned copy of Majora's Mask. We established that last week. Oh, so.
1: Yeah. There there, were some, there that was some there was a bu- terrible fate, man. <laughs> oh. There that was some, on 3DS. <laughs> there was some there was some bullshit with that. But I finally got past that one and that was one that like I finally cuz each one of those there's a heart piece in those levels. Uh and I just skipped that heart piece cuz I'm not I'm not going back through all the rest of this part of this to And that's the thing is if you fall at any point, it sends you back to the beginning of it so you've got to redo it all uh and all of these are the same way and i get to the zora one and it's this maze of tunnels that you've got to swim through and there's branching paths and things like that and of course uh it's fairly easy to to, to tell which one you're supposed to go to but at the very end you're supposed to jump out of the water and onto this little uh like platform to go into the next area And there'd be so many times that, like, I I just jumped a hair too early and jumped out of the water, went back in the water. And the thing is, is I I, I don't know why, because right, you have the platform above you. You have the channel that you're swimming in. You're supposed to jump up kind of like a dolphin jump out of the water and land on the platform. And if you mistime it, you jump back down into the water. And you just barely start go, going down like this hallway and it'll just immediately transport you back to the back, back, back to the very beginning. And that happened a couple times and it was just, it was just getting frustrating, but uh, it was definitely worth it. I went through and How got, long did the, that take? I don't know. It, it, it at one point I just kind of had to, set it down and, and walk away from it for a second. <laughs> Cause I at, at some point I think just, you know, getting frustrated with something and then trying to keep doing it and doing it, you're just going to just keep getting frustrated and you're going to unintentionally mess it up. Yep. So, um, but, uh, it honestly, it wasn't that bad. And once I got to the, the last thing, it was this extremely simple. And then that gives you access to this, uh, the last and final mask uh, called the Fierce Deity Mask, which uh, you're rewarded with. And then the game is extremely easy. You go through that last boss fight and you're just sh- 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 and done. Uh, like a cheat it's, code thing. Yeah, it's it's a three phase fight. But if you're, if you, uh, there was... I'll just put it this way. Like the guide had this whole strategy you needed to have, you know, you wanted to make sure you had some, some fairies with you just in case Mm -hmm. Uh, there was a a special bottle of milk in this game that you can get that gives you unlimited magic for the remainder of the three day period. They suggested at least carrying that with you. But then it said, um, if you get the fierce deity mask, you could ignore all of the uh, the tips below for defeating this boss, because <laughs> okay. you could literally just sit there and just swing your sword and just murder this thing extremely quick.
0: That's worth having.
1: Um, and I started thinking about it. And I'm like, there's got they're gonna have to wrap everything up nicely because, um, the the freaking skull kid. This little imp dude, he's, he's messed up everything so much around, you know, going through, um, the whole, the whole town. It's, everything's crazy. And I mean, everything from turning people into kids to, um, I don't, well, I don't even know if this is him. There's a weird, like, plot with aliens in the game, uh, where you've got to protect, uh, the farm from aliens, Uh, (laughs) this game is, 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 is extremely odd and extremely dark for a Legend of Zelda game. Uh, but it was, it was actually really, really good. Um, and the end, it kind of, you know, instead of that, you know, dawn of the first day, dawn of the second day, like it normally does, it's just dawn of a new day and it kind of wraps everything up, puts a nice spin on it. Show kind of goes through all the areas that had been messed up and everything's, Everything's fine cool. now. So, um I definitely think it was it was worth it to like go through and get all the bass. There's a lot of stuff you got to do, uh including at least one um mission that has like a lot of different parts and you've got to do it like twice. Cuz you do through it the one
0: through the different timelines
1: and the the time well, restart, I guess. Well, it's a, it's a multi-part mission and it takes place, uh, over all three days. And when you get to the third day, you have to either go and help the person and get back a certain mask for them, or you have to go and do another part of the mission in which you can get, um, it's like the mailman's cap. And that's, but the, but if you're going for all of the the mass, you have to do it. So you have you wind up having to do this mission twice. So, but um, it was it was well worth it. And like I said, it made it made the uh, the final boss just a cakewalk. And yeah, I'm uh. So that's a memorable one for you, Majora's Mask. Yeah, I, I, cool. I still think I still think I prefer um ocarina of time to it but i've you know i overcame my uh prejudice against this game because for a long time and i think it was that weird emulation on that on the gamecube that was kind of off-putting and just the whole three-day cycle thing was kind of throwing me but it's actually a really good game because i know GameCube's, a lot of
0: gamecube is the worst one at this point right that's yeah the least. yeah i think so that's that's really bad
1: and at the time i i, I didn't know
0: right um, and but, if that's uh, all you have access to, that's yeah, still not a bad one. It's just uh, not the preferred. It's way It's not to the play.
1: greatest, yeah. Um, but yeah, I know a lot of people don't like it, but it's a it's a really it's a really good it's a solid Legend of Zelda title. Um, I know you haven't necessarily gone through the whole thing yourself. I'd say give it a give it a try. It's it's well worth well worth it. Um, I know we played some Halo.
0: We did play some handle. Um,
1: We had some some really good runs and some really bad runs. We had a lot of teammates just kind of standing there looking at a wall. Uh, We had uh, other teammates we, that were not doing anything. You and I played one day. Yeah.
0: We, we had a lot of the same thing, when was that, Thursday, yesterday afternoon, where people would quit. And the other team, you're looking at like six people in their roster where it gets filled in every time. We would never get another person. So it'd be like just it's the two crazy. of us or just three of us. I'm like, what? how is this a thing in tactical? It's a numbers game now.
1: And then the last game where we we did really well and we were playing it extremely like close to the vest tactically. And we would hardly see anybody. Yep.
0: That's my preferred like sneaky
1: mm-hmm. PUBG
0: style way to play address the conflict like you the other team's trying to come kill you regardless address the yeah. conflict as it comes to you and keep like moving around uh, we like to clear areas and move up to new yeah. doorways and then watch behind us That's a lot of fun to me
1: And it's definitely fun. Yeah. Um you you've turned us onto that tactical battle. It's fun. And it's it's actually really dang good. These uh but the Maulers and the Pistols aren't aren't
0: all that great, but you just have to get through it and hope you get BRs in the next one.
1: Yeah. I'll I'll hop on with you guys definitely tomorrow and we can play some more. That works. Um and then other than that, while we were playing uh Halo, you asked me if I had played a certain demo and I had not at the time, but I have now. Yeah. Let's uh to play Kirby, all the way through it. Yes. Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. Yep. Uh got its got its demo.
2: Cesar, so, did you try this out yet? no i'm gonna i'm buying
0: it so i'm gonna play it when it comes out it's very very good
1: yeah i don't i just i just, remember I just wanted demos. to
0: know do i know
2: i'll do demos unless it's final fantasy
0: <laughs> i just wanted to know what to expect and kind of feel yeah. how this 3d was going to be
2: and it's, it's it's kirby it's kirby game man you know I, I I buy every kirby game that's just me so that's why that's why i didn't care for the demo
1: well, yeah, the thing was, is like, I knew, hey, it's a Kirby game. It's a new direction for a Kirby game. But yeah. this was one of those that I was like, mm, I'll get it eventually. I don't know if it's a day one. But after this demo, I'm like, this is, this is a no. damn good game. It's, it's, it's a it damn won. good game. Every Kirby game's a day one game. I bought every,
2: <laughs> every Kirby game. Every game's
0: a day one. <laughs> don't it. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's Come not on. as 3D like some of the i wanted to get a feel for what it was like and it's still very linear yeah. but the, so like the camera control isn't a 360 camera it's more of like a left to right kind of to shuffle behind mm. kirby i guess you could say but some of the way the i played it on the hardest mode and i didn't really so have did trouble I. I didn't really have trouble until that last boss the monkey i didn't guy. even
1: have i didn't even have trouble there he it, hit
0: me with that whirling thing every time how'd you get away which, from it?
1: which power up did you choose
0: I had the bombs until I, he knocked it loose, and then I was picking up the stars and just hitting him with the stars. Yeah, that, see that I, did more damage.
1: There was those three power ups you could pick up before yeah. you went and fought, fight him. I yeah. because I hadn't seen it, I was like, let's try ice. And uh, with ice, you get up close to him, and you start freezing him. And he might like stomp a foot, and you get that like stomp thing, and the like the uh, wave will come out from his foot. Right. on the ground but you can yeah. you know just jump over those and the more you keep icing him the more frozen he gets until he's frozen solid ah. and then you um just keep going and then he breaks you know he breaks out of it but it takes a good chunk of his health and you keep doing that and it he didn't it kill really me but that wasn't bad
0: that spin attack thing would hit me every time he did it i'm like okay i cannot i would try to float and get away from it like <laughs> there's no get away from this thing
1: ah uh, with that i mean every time i saw him cuz he telegraphed his moves uh very clearly yeah. so anytime he start he'd like wind up i'd just start skating away from him so but it there. was yeah but it was it was really good um the mouthful mode was was really enjoyable you mouthful get to play you do up the... yeah you get to do the uh the car the cone and the uh, vending, vending machine. machine the
0: cone had one of the coolest implementations cuz you fought that turtle boss and you had to work your way around yep. So Cesar, there's like a snapping turtle in the middle of the level that you have to get to. And he's going to reach out and snap no matter whether you move or not. But he's always tracking you. So you're the cone and you're like waddling this cone past him. And you get behind things as he snaps. So like uh, there's a barrier or something. So he can't get to you and you move past him. But it ends up being that like he clamps down on something.
1: There's a uh, water
0: pipe. There's a water pipe that he clamps down onto. And then you have to bust the water pipe. And you fly up using the cone once the water is up and then you can get to the top of his shell and and do the dive bomb with the cone down onto mm-hmm. his shell and there were just it was really creative like boss implementations in the, yeah. in that Kirby universe super colorful great music it's it's quite good
1: it's very very good
0: and you can the, you could beat those three levels in like 20 minute 15 20 minutes oh, it's a, it's a quick jaunt. yeah but they open up you know they tell you the waddle dees will come back to the town and you can build up the town they didn't show you much of that, so I'm interested to see how that looks, that sort of thing.
1: They, but this was, uh, this they was kinda good. ran through and showed off some mouthful modes that we haven't seen before. I'm not gonna talk about those, but those the prospect of those and kind of just seeing a little bit a short video of those is uh is very intriguing. They look yeah. really cool. So this is going to be a good ass game. Yeah. The, the 3D yeah, is, is
0: not it's not open world Kirby. This isn't full yeah. 3D. It's, I would wouldn't even say like a, a, a Majora's Mask Kirby, but uh, it's
1: it's very it's very linear.
0: Yeah, but it's quite good. Yeah. Like <laughs> glad you got that in, sir.
1: And that's it. Beat Majora's Mask, uh, Halo and uh, Kirby demo. Beat Kirby demo.
0: I beat Kirby Demo, too. Does that count on my games <laughs> defeated this year since I'm knocking out all these titles? Yeah,
2: yeah, you finished it. You want to put it on there? Put it on there.
0: Hey, since apparently I played 400 hours of Ever Oasis on 3DS, I've <laughs> never played that game in my life, and it's my top three played games.
2: You
0: <laughs> Yeah, I've never played it. I might have queued it up one time. I can't tell you a single thing about Ever Oasis. Not a damn thing. It says uh, I played it like 400 hours. All right. Y'all got anything else you want to add at the end?
1: Nope. I think Ladies that's and gentlemen,
0: it. thank you for joining us for our last episode in the 100s. We will be episode 200 uh, next time we meet and record. So that'll be pretty exciting. We'll never Bic- go back. Bicentennial. We can never go back from 200.
2: <laughs> we all got to watch the 1776 movie.
0: <laughs> we got to watch the Bicentennial.
1: <laughs> The Byzantine Do You
2: see, that's coming out in 4K, and they're, they're including the laser disc cut on there. They got the laser disc, the VHS,
1: the theatrical.
0: <laughs> the VHS
2: I was like, apparently, the laser disc version had exclusive 12 minutes that was not on any other version. What? Yeah. <laughs> How?
0: Just because they had the space, they had the room for it.
2: It was a it was some weird Sony pick thing that Sony Pictures did at the time. So.
0: That's
2: weird.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios. I always give this a minute Because sometimes that recording scares me It just started at zero Do y'all get the timer on the recording?
2: No,
0: we have the overall timer
2: It just says You are recording
0: the call yeah. You are looking at seventeen oh seven. Yeah, I'm
1: looking at sixteen fifty seven. It's seventeen oh two, three, four, four, five for me. I joined the call later. So yeah, okay. So that's yeah, that's the only timer we see is the overall. Richard is recording the call, and then when we stream, Richard is broadcasting the call as well.
0: Oh, it tell it says it's doing the
1: capture.
2: Yep. Yeah. And it tells me that you're recording the call on BHS. It goes into extreme detail on a
1: VHS uh, labeled Final Fantasy Seven <laughs> with the crossed out band may of Brothers. Maybe
2: possibly leak questionable content on there that we we're not sure yet.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, well, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> nope,
1: not a drop to drink yet.
0: Have you? That was just hit the ground running and stumble out of cluster. the gate. Yeah, stumble out of the gate. My throat is dry though.